But let's start off with that then. Um, Tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the wellness group and, yeah. and what that is. And, and we're, we're going to assume that our, our listeners don't know anything about the wellness group. The wellness company. The wellness company. I apologize. Um, and so let's start off there. Uh, how did this start? You're obviously in Canada. What, what makes you want to do a, a, a virtual uh, you know, clinic, basically, uh, in the United States? You know, I, I don't know if, if was, was Vladimir Zelenko ever on your show? Um, you know what we, I had the opportunity to get him on and, um, that window passed. Okay. And he was, I missed it. He, he was, he was a dear friend and I, I met him about a year and a half ago and we, he came to me and he had just moved to Florida and he wanted to start a business with his Zelenko protocol the whole premise was to try and, and take the combination of nutraceuticals and kind of put them together and, and create a, a good product that he was very open and vocal about that you could buy all the ingredients by yourself. So I got to know him a little bit, helped him build his business. And, and he really brought me into this industry. And I got to learn about it from, from another doctor, from essentially the ground up about a lot of the issues, the concerns, a lot of things that were happening that just you know, it wasn't putting the patient first anymore. Right. And I know that a lot of people might think it hasn't for a long time. Well, that's true. I think over the last two years, we've noticed more and more, it's been more apparent that there's a lot of, of disruption that needs to happen so we can get back to what matters the most, which is actually helping people. And that's why one of the things we focus on is putting people before profits. It's pretty amazing. Um, so is, is it fair to say that the wellness company is based out of us? It is. It's based out of Florida. Okay. And um, that's where, that's where the majority of our team is. Yeah. So can you, before we get past all this, just because I know you are from Canada, um, can you kind of talk about universal healthcare, right. And in, in Canada versus uh, what we have here in the States well, for the, for the listeners that don't, that yeah. don't really understand. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I've decided now that it, it's, we need to fight in the U.S. so it doesn't turn into the Canadian healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've all had family members that have struggled with certain things. And, and it just seems like in Canada, whereas you can walk into most types of centers in the U.S. and get care in a short amount of time in Canada, the waiting list, it can be, you know, two months, four months, 12 months or longer to try and get that same type of care. So you know, for me, it's about focusing now on, on how we can rebuild the U.S. healthcare system. Uh, I want to spend my time doing that and, and, and hope that it doesn't turn into what Canada's healthcare system has turned into. Sure. And, and you know, that, that's an interesting point. I was having this conversation with a colleague of mine earlier in the day, actually, about the Canadian healthcare system, specifically where he, he stated just what you did. And I'll reiterate, you, you know, it, it would take six, eight months to see a, a specialist per se. And this was because he was trying to get in to see a, a cardiologist up yep. here. And he was complaining that it was going to take 30 days. He's like, well, I could, we could be in Canada. And he's like, Canada, and, and I, not to be doom and gloom, but he said, it's really a death management system where the government decides who lives and dies by who, who they want to afford the care to. And that, that it was kind of, kind of a stunner for me. Yeah. You know, it's hard just to find a generic family doctor right now. There's such a shortage. 
And so again, I, I kind of look at it like, let's go and, and try and help the most amount of people possible in a system that will still allow us to try and create that positive for people and be able to help people. And, and again, that kind of leads us back to the, the U.S. healthcare system. It's pretty amazing because there's a lot of, of um, keyboard warriors that are not well-read and, and they, they are convinced that uh, universal healthcare, the, the Canadian, is it fair to call it universal healthcare? I'm sure it has lots of different names. Yeah, <laughs> it, depends, I mean, it depends on the week, it seems right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you've you heard, you know, all, all these, uh, we'll say liberal folks, uh, oh, I'm moving to Canada, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And and so it, it's it's um, always interesting to hear a firsthand account of. Yeah, but but then they know. move to Canada and then they have a problem, a medical problem, and then they go back to the US. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. And, and so actually the colleague that I was talking to uh, resides in Detroit. And with being in Detroit, he's like, yeah, everyone, that's the problem. I can't get in to see my doctor because I've got everyone from Canada coming over, paying cash to get in. The doctors are taking preference yeah. over my insurance. Wow, so it yeah. was, it, once again, I, it was kind of a stunner for me. It's like, I, I never thought of that. And I didn't know you were from Canada until uh, you just told me. So it's interesting how, how, that, how that played out today. <laughs> Uh, I knew. Uh, uh, so how can, can you just go back and um, how did you and Dr. Zelenko cross paths? Yeah. So it was interesting. I, I was actually, uh, I was working on an aid deal between the Bolivian government and the Canadian government. The Amazon was burning. I, I know totally crazy. And, and I guess I have lots of crazy stories, but um, so I'm working on this, this aid deal, right. And, and Canadian government, Bolivian government, I'm, I'm trying to help the Amazon here. And so I ended up getting an ideal package to passed. It was one of the first that Canada's ever done like this and went down to Bolivia. Of course, it's a, it's a, a little bit more of a sensitive area to go down from a security perspective. So I, uh, I, I brought some support with me and, and, um, one of the gentlemen I brought was a, a Navy seal or ex Navy seal. And we got to know each other really well. And we formed a really great connection and bond. And he was actually the one that knew Vladimir Zelenko. So after that, I fast forward about 12 months and he calls me out of the blue and says, Hey, you got to meet this guy. And I'm like, well, you know, sounds good. Let's do it. So I hopped on, of course, at that point, the media was really slandering Zev, Vanity Fair, New York times, you know, they were not saying some nice things and, and um, hopped on a call. And it was one of those things, you know, when the universe just, just guides you in a direction. And from our first, all the time. Right. And, and yeah. on, it's, it, that's the way it's going right now in my life. So I'm just kind of the universe is guiding you where it needs me to go. So um, I, I met Zev and we had this call and we just had this connection and I knew in my heart that I just, you know, I wanted to help him. I needed to help him. I, I had tools and I had resources behind me that I could help him with. And so, um, you know, never really looked back. It was first call full pull. Let's do this. And I want to support you on your mission because he was creating at that point in time. He did throughout his whole life, but I watched him create so much light in the darkness. I watched him inspire so many people and it inspired me. And, you know, it just, it was just one of those things. It was meant to be. Yeah, so I, I was really fortunate. I was so bummed. I didn't get, get the chance. Uh, I mean, just missed it, you know? Um, and, and Dr. Malone was obviously you know right there with them so it was it was we were fortunate enough to still be able to talk to him you know um 
And of course, I have to say this because you're so interesting. I'm so happy you're on. And I know we're focusing on the wellness company, but for the listeners, you come from a family from the forestry business, correct? And and uh, yeah. one of your guys' ventures is uh, Colson Aviation, where you have fleets that battle wildfires. Yeah, it's it's one of my many past lives that I seem to have. It actually started from my grandfather who fought in World War II. Uh, and it came over and started a road building company and then it grew and expanded from there. And, and, uh, now I I'm set on this new journey that, you know, I've always been, I've always gravitated towards businesses that could have an impact, a positive impact on the world. Uh, and then that originally started through sustainability, but this, this is different. This is helping people in a different way in a broken system. And it's just, it's inspiring to wake up every morning and be able to be fighting for something that can help so many people. Well, how does this work and how, how does the, the model work insofar as getting the message out about what the wellness company is in, in an environment and a climate that isn't accepting of the, of, of what you guys are offering, you know, ultimately you're, you're, you're not on Fox news or, or, or CNN, um, at this point. I, and I hope yeah. eventually the, the pendulum will swing the other way and, and, you know, common sense will take over, but how do we get a message about what the wellness groups our company stands for when we're, you're dealing with alternative media sources at this point? Shoving you know, big pharma down our throats. Yeah, sho- shoving big pharm- pharmaceuticals down our throats. And we're trying to do it the right way. Uh, like you said, uh, uh, people before profits mentality. Yep. Well, you know, the censorship is impressive. The amount of censorship that's going on. I mean, they are, they truly are trying to stop everybody in their tracks with no shame anymore. It's it's Perfect. amazing when I see what's happening. And I got, and I got to witness a lot of it, which is everything that happened through Zev. You know, it's through alternative media. It's through you know, websites and blogs and podcasts. And I think, you know, we will start to get on some more of the larger, more maybe right-leaning media that we can help talk about what we're doing. I mean, our doctors are on the media all the time, Peter McCullough, Harvey Reich, sure. uh, and they're, they're, they're always in the media too. But, you know, pharma-owned industries goes far beyond just media and governments. I mean, you look at these other telemedicine companies today. Most of these telemedicine companies today are drug dealers. All they're right. doing, they're, they're Pez dispensers for big pharma. They're vending machines. They don't even give you real quality care. They text message you your drugs as quick as possible. They're all owned by big pharma through a lot of different ways. You know how? It's mainly through marketing dollars. They pay the marketing dollars to subsidize, to lower their rates, to get drugs to you quicker. So I look at that and I take a sit back, take a seat back and, and it's unbelievable. You know, it's, it's gone downhill so fast. And as telemarketing or telemedicine has risen and, and it's becoming more and more popular, big pharma's moved in more and more to fund a lot of these companies just to find new ways to get people drugs. That is, that is not the goal here. We need to get people off drugs. There's a balance, right? Our focus is meeting people at the corner of traditional and modern medicine. That's where it should be with good doctors overseen by a wonderful chief medical board. That 
That's what we need to focus on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate. Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And ultimately, how, how do you take this where we have a medicated society and how do we get that message out that there, there, there's ways out of that? And, and once again, you, you said we, we, you have doctors uh, doing interviews and whatnot all the time. We're spreading the message through here. But how does a group such as, you know, a small podcast like us that, who has you know, 20,000 loyal followers that eventually we want to continue to grow that. But how do we, how can we make a difference into spreading a, a message of, it's a message of hope and, and a, a, it a is. Me- message of independence. Because right now, if we're, you know, you, I don't want to use the word slavery loosely because I understand the, you know, the recourse we can get from that. But we're, we have a society that's enslaved to prescription drugs. And because they yeah. haven't been taught the right way to, to take care of themselves. You know, uh, they haven't been taught about plant-based diets. We, we want to talk about, uh, you know, critical race theory in school to how about teach somebody how to cook a decent meal for themselves and, and nutritional values. And I, I think that that's, that's where we kind of started this podcast. Uh, wasn't necessarily, uh, you know, under the guise of, I don't know, we, we just wanted real facts out. Real facts. Because, and- because it, everything seems to be so skewed where, where we're losing sense of reality. And healthcare is near and dear to my heart. My wife, like, you know, she's a nurse and soon to be a nurse practitioner. And, and we hear the stories on a nightly basis, right. you know? Um, yeah. It, it's yeah, still it's, to that. It's horrible. It's hor- it, No, I was just going to say, it, it's, it's really difficult what's going on right now and the way I think they have just, they've tried to control the narrative and it's so apparent and it's going to take, you know, people like you and and with your viewers to bind together with others and try and continue to talk about what's actually going on and how we can try and fix it. I mean, it's, it's, that's really all you can do in, in the times that we're in, because we know big tech and big media, they're not going to help. No, certainly not. You know, we're, 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 we're scared to put the word long COVID on our websites. So we have these packages and we're trying to figure out, well, what do you, what do you, what, what do you call long COVID without saying it or vaccine reaction without saying it, because we have these packages, you know, and they're integrated to the point of labs where a phlebotomist will come to your home and draw blood because you have to baseline your body before you can properly help it. And before you can properly fix the under the the underlying cause. So, you know, we're even trying to figure out in a world that everything's searched on Google, how do we, how do we get our messaging across without being completely deplatformed? From day one, sad and it, and long COVID is real, right? And my wife uh, has this horrible cough. I mean, horrible cough. We we've been through this, you know, debating people debating where did COVID come from, what is it? But what we do know is that you know it is definitely real. Long COVID is real. Um, can you talk about the package that that, that you offer the patients? Yeah, long COVID? yeah. So so we had a uh, you know our doctors and some of our, our chief medical team like Peter McCullough who has a significant amount of, of published papers on COVID and so does our, our, the rest of our team. 
I mean, we built these packages to really try and help people and in an integrated way. So where most times you have your doctor visit and then you have to go do with your lab work by yourself and then, you know, figure out where you buy your products from. Well, typically they'll probably try and put you on a pharmaceutical product, right? Because they are just a vending machine. But at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is build that type of integrated package that we can give better deals on because we can integrate it all so tightly together. So we've had our chief medical team actually build out these packages that you can read about. You can see what it entails and it's on our website. And that's how you're going to get ahead of this. That's how you're truly going to solve some of these long-term effects that you're feeling after you have COVID. And this isn't prescribed uh, medicines. I believe it or not, be but believe it or not, some things can be solved without pharmaceuticals. I know right. it's hard to believe in this world, but there are some things that can be solved without pharmaceuticals. Let me give you an example. I, I can uh, attest to that, right? So um, I've talked about it before on here, but um, I got really sick, really sick out of nowhere. I had no idea what was going on with me. All of a sudden I started getting like these crazy lesions all over my body. I was having these anaphylactic reactions. I had no idea. All I knew is I was in really bad shape. And uh, no one had answers. I'd go to local doctors over and over. And, oh, I don't know. You need to go to a dermatologist. You need to go to a rheumatologist. Go here, go there. I couldn't even function. So I got into Mayo Clinic right away. I sent them all these photographs, all these, this is what's happened. Oh, my gosh, yeah, come up here. So I go up there. Uh, actually, Ashton Kutcher just, just made the news like a couple months ago. He was diagnosed with what I was diagnosed with, a, a form of vasculitis. So basically what was happening is my immune system was attacking my body. Horrible, right? Attacking all my tissues, mm -hmm. vessels, everything. Why? Um, no one knew, right? So I went up there, they did a bunch of, I had bone marrow biopsies, skin biopsies, all this kind of stuff. And so Mayo diagnosed me, you definitely have vasculitis. We see it in your, in your biopsies. Um, we're going to prescribe you Dapsone and this and that, and, and let's see what happens. And then go and find a rheumatologist. And well, that Dapsone drug almost killed me, made me completely anemic. All these bad things were happening. Um, I got, I find I was in Disney and I, and I'm so desperate. I'm looking at vasculitis doctors and, and I'm on vacation with my, trying to be there for my kids, but I, I'm like so desperate. And in the vasculitis, vasculitis foundation, there's, X amount of doctors. One of them was at Northwestern, which is very close. And I just had no referrals, nothing. I just sent a blind email, you know, um, Dr. So-and-so, you know, I, I attached a picture, you know, this is what is going on. I'm just praying for some help. And I shit you not two days later, they got back to me. So here I am, I'm Northwestern. Now I'm going through all this stuff again. Long story short, they put me on uh, methotrexate, which is like a very low dose when you can administer it yourself, very low dose form of a, a chemo, right? Um, so basically now I'm annihilating my immune system, just trying to calm it down, right? And I did that for like almost two straight years. I, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm not wow. still not getting any answers. Uh, it was horrible. I couldn't, you know, I was, I was dead tired. Uh, I was in the, before I got sick, I was in the best shape of my life, um, working out five days a week, you know, now I'm, now I can't function. So I had to take the initiative to do the research myself. So I got into, since my wife's a nurse and going to school, she has access to database where I can look up medical papers, search in medical papers, search in my symptoms. What could have caused this? What could have caused this? 
well, I don't have a definitive answer, but I have a, I have an educated guess. And, and that was at a point where, uh, before this happened, I had taken like three different antibiotics, which I never take in a very short amount of time. I really think it annihilated my, my gut normal flora, my, the bacteria in my gut. And, um, and I think it caused bad bacteria to grow, right. A form of candida, which can mm-hmm. eventually embed itself throughout your whole body and really cause problems. And, and so the, the, the point of the story is, is I got off pharmaceuticals all by myself, just by doing research, connected some dots. I found that, you know, there's a natural things that you can take that kills candida. One of them is caprylic acid. Another one is oregano oil. And then I make sure you take all the vitamins and eat healthy. And you know what? I started doing that and it completely changed my life, completely changed my life. And I haven't taken pharmaceuticals in eight months. Um, Wow. So the point of that long, that's amazing. The point of long, crazy, boring stories that listen, do read, turn off the fucking TV. Uh, you know, if you're not happy and you're taking all these pills, do yeah. some research. There's answers out there. I mean, you, you can do it. If I could do it, you can do it. Well, and, 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 and that, and, and that doing. Yeah. And, and, and I was just going to mention too, I, that, I mean, that's amazing that you were able to, to bring your body back into line after that. And, you know, where, where you read and where you learn is, is a big, big um, focus of ours because we want people to really trust their sources of information and right now there's so much out there on the internet that just you don't know if it's true it's tough to differentiate between it what's true and what's not so what we've really focused on is building that database and and one of the verticals in the wellness company is actually that media component so you can learn you can you can trust what you're reading about naturopathic health about different supplements about all sorts of things from you know everything from fitness to what you eat and how you eat it, to how you can sleep better on natural remedies. That that's all so important. So I, I totally agree with you. It's building that database so people can learn and they can trust what they're reading. And so, so let me interject yeah. really quick before I lose this thought, because I, I really think that it, it's important. Um, is, is there an educational component that your company may be looking uh, towards doing insofar as education at the, the K through 12 level where it, it all, you know, all the healthy lifestyle choices does start there. Um, it does, you know, it, it's, it starts with our youth. If I, if I grew up yep. knowing that I, you know, only could eat steak and potatoes or McDonald's that that's, I'm going to be an adult thinking that and teaching my children that. So, <laughs> so at, at where does that component come into, to your, uh, your well, I was, I was fortunate that I grew up in a very holistic household. So, uh, and our kids have grown up in a very holistic household, but you're right. It starts early. You know, I bring it back to, to my analogy on time. Time is the most valuable, most precious thing we're ever going to have. It's not money. It's not power because when you have one second left of time, you'll give up all of that for it. That starts early. That's something that you work building that piggy bank every single day of more time for when you need it. And it starts, it starts early. Just like you said, I mean, tr- teaching your kids, right? Showing them best practices. And that comes back to that, that uh, entire focus on health, but and wellness, which is, you know, creating exercise routines. It's as simple as creating an exercise routine for somebody that's actually achievable, that they can actually do every day because it fits their lifestyle or the types of foods they can eat because it's available to them, educating them on it. 
that's a huge, huge part of this. And so, you know, it's about, we have weekly seminars with our doctors. We're now bringing health and wellness coaches as well as nutritionists. So we are bringing more and more professionals into our environment for our, our customers and our users. And, you know, we're doing things now, like our members, we're having monthly fireside chats. So we want to bring our chief medical team as well as our customers together and just talk, right? Ask us questions, sure. talk about what's going on, how we can be better, what you see. I mean, that that's what this is about. It's about that transparent communication and education that just isn't there for a lot of companies and a lot of people right now. We kind of touched on this with Heather, but uh, I beg you to, um, and you might be working on it, but uh, it just as, as feeling well physically, mental health is just Huge. as, if not more Huge. important, um, you know, you gotta love yourself in order to take care of yourself, mental health. Is so, and, you know, people, you fail to seek the help that they need because they feel, you know, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a hint because just, just something that nobody else knows yet. We're actually working on a veteran initiative right now on just that. And it's going to be huge. That's phenomenal. And, and so on, on the mental health side and, and we're really passionate about it. We have uh, a team focused on building it out right now. We're going to be launching it soon. So um, just I'll tell to touch you, on that uh, point. I know a lot of veterans have done this and, and me and Mike have talked about this, but uh, well, I, I had struggled mental health, uh, I'm 37. So in my mid twenties, early thirties, uh, but, and then I, I was able to overcome it, but I also continue to work on my mental health because it's so important to me. And recently mm -hmm. I um, have experienced ketamine therapy and that was honestly super life-changing. I don't know if you know a whole lot about it, but it it's used as well. And it was mostly discovered for um, veterans. Um, absolutely literally mind-blowing um wow it changed so many things um instantly instantly so yeah I, you know uh, there's a lot of therapies out there now that that we're looking into as well and and um agreed i think there's some great there's going to be some great treatments and therapies that are really going to be able to help a lot of people as we as we focus on how to bring them the best way to market to a large group of people well, I have to say that it, the initial first step to mental health is, is kind of where you guys have started at a, a physician that cares, that actually will take time to listen to you and not just here's the script. You know, I'll see you in 30 days or 90 days when you need a, a refill. Uh, that, that's huge. Sometimes just a physician listening it can ultimately save a life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That, that you could, that you can trust. I mean, right now, most of them are just texting back and forth. There's not even right. a, who even knows if it's a real physician, right? I mean, that's kind of my well, we're question. We're in the age of AI right now, right? That, well, that, that's just, it. I, I was just on, I was on a call actually today and, and talking to somebody and they were telling me that they want to bring AI to essentially replace doctors. And I'm like, look, I don't see it. I mean, that's crazy. you know, I, I agree with AI to help, uh, create diagnosis inputs that can help give the doctors those inputs to make the best possible diagnosis, like, like but predictive modeling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like along those lines. But I mean, you're never in my mind, you're not going to replace a good doctor that actually cares. Right. But that goes into almost that aligns with the, the psyche of the big pharma right now, where look, if, yeah. if you're third, you know, 28 to 35 and you're feeling, uh, you know, not, not quite yourself, here's a script. 
and these are the meds you're going to be on. And I was talking with, I explained that to Heather uh, our, and during our, our last podcast. And I, I said, I know 15 people that are on the exact same meds that they have, you know, they have similar symptoms, but they just fall in that box. And I could see if you fall in that AI box and this is what you get. And that, that's my biggest fear is there is no personal component anymore. And it's yeah, going to sound I, odd, but the, the customer service aspect has just totally gone away in, in society where they're, they're, yep. they're, no, nobody cares. It's all about profits and it, it bothers me to no end. And, and it's about focusing on that mind, body and spirit, right? You know, we've all, especially over the last two years, I'm sure we've all in our own ways dealt with anxiety, you know, dealt with just depression of what's going to happen to the world. And if you went to a lot of these doctors and said, hey, I'm dealing with anxiety, what are they going to do? They're not going to talk to you about, you know, meditation or trying a lot of these things that are out there now. They're going to say, oh, here's a script. Here, you I go know. deal with this from, you know, big papa pharma and you go pop a couple of these back and you'll be good to go. Right. That's how that goes. I'll tell you what, I, I found multiple YouTube meditation channels that honestly have just, you know, you have a hard day at work. I, and right before bed, I'll put on the meditation channel Yeah, and I'm, you know, I, you have to kind of swallow your ego, especially to kind of to put the, our, our lives out in, in public. Right. And so we talk <laughs> about some very personal issues. Yep. Um, but with that being said, I, there, there is no ego when, when it comes to my mental health, I, I'm not ashamed to say, this is what helps me sitting and listening to, uh, you know, a, a, uh, a, a meditated journey, uh, you know, and not necessarily, I, I don't know if I necessarily believe in the, the third eye type, hmm. uh, you know, meditations, but it, it helps whatever's going on with the, the, the waves, the, the sound waves are, it, it helped me and it does help me. Yeah. So, but that's a remedy. And, and that's a remedy that, that shouldn't be taken lightly because it doesn't cost you anything. And, and that's the biggest fear when you have to start paying for something specifically with insurance, where, 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 where is it no longer your advantage? Where is it no longer helping you? And it's helping the, the, the companies. Well, and then they're going to give you a side effect and then another side effect, and then you'll need more drugs to contract, right? That, you know, people need to really realize the end the healthcare industry is not built on people being healthy. They profit on your sickness. So what incentive do they have for you to be healthy in reality? They don't really have an incentive for you to be healthy today. They don't get points. If you don't use pharmaceuticals, I found that out the hard way, right? They want you to take more and more and more, and then you're reliant on them. And that's what they want. You know, with with the, the, the vaccinations for, for COVID. And I'm, I'm just going to come out and say, we are the experiment now because they don't know what's going to happen generally, you know, to, to us specifically or, or our, our offspring or the, you know, the generations after. And, and yeah. that's, what's crazy is the, the population as a whole in throughout the world has become one large experiment of let, let's see. That's crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm always blown away when I hear, I mean, our chief medical team is made up of like the doctors that just are the most knowledgeable about COVID. And I hear the things that, that they talk about and, you know, that is science backed, right? So like there's, there's true science backed and then there's political science backed. So like when we talk about actual science, it's amazing what's going on. And it just, I'm always just so fascinated to hear how it's evolving so quickly as well. Feel free to talk about it. 
Yeah, I, we just always put a disclaimer. I was just about to say, yeah, we, always we, put a disclaimer. we said vaccination and COVID within <laughs> five seconds of each other. So here comes the disclaimer. We, we don't yep. give any advice on COVID. Uh, no advice. Talk no. to your own doctor. Make your own decisions yep. for yourself. Of course. Et cetera, et cetera. That's if, it. Of course. if you want to get vaccinated, please get vaccinated. If you feel that's right for you, if you don't want to get the vaccination, that's well within your right. As for it, me, though, there's our disclaimer. Hashtag pure blood. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, you know, the, the thing is, right? If somebody wants to do that, 150% is their body, right? They can make that decision. But don't shame me for my decision. Don't bully me for the decision that I make if I don't want to do that. Shit, man, we lost family members over that. (laughs) Right. Right? Yeah. No, but 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, oh yeah, we we still have relatives that we can't yeah. go to uh, the houses for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because we, we don't we don't want to show our cards at, at uh, walking for family dinner, right? right? Yeah, because you, you didn't make their the decision that they wanted you to make, right? And there, you know, there's on. and where was the leadership, right? To to try and and not go down that path of bullying and shaming. It just because it became just it, it it wasn't about the people, and and this no. And this is where I can kind of get passionate. It, it was about politics at that point. It was that, you know, yeah. one, which is if you actually sit back for a moment and you figure out how this whole thing switched, where realistically the vaccine was created under a Republican administration, the Democrats have kind of taken it over, but now the Republicans hate the va- vaccination. It, it, it's just mind-boggling how that happens because no, everybody is so hell-bent on fighting each other based upon yeah. you know your preconceived side, Republican, Democrat. That I just want to know where it fucking came from. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy world we live in. You know what yeah. I'm fascinated is in the next ten years from now, everybody's going to be studying the last two years. Right, and, it's, it's uh, like 9/11. It's fascinating to see what they say. Yeah, I mean, we're, you know, we look back on now 9/11, we're like. Holy shit! I mean, we still talk about it now. But you know, you know I, are we I ever going to know? Yeah, and I think for me that, and that's it's a big point right now that that we spend a lot of time on within our house at, at TWC because you know we don't want to be too COVID focused, so we want to be able to obviously help support and deal with that. But what we need to start focusing on is just that: how do we transition out of this? How, you know, everybody's talked about enough. There's enough books on it. There's enough people that stand on their soapbox and talk about it. All the problems. We know what the problems are. We know what we know for the most part, what happened. How do we emerge out of this in a stronger way so that it doesn't happen again? How do we build that? How do we build that roadmap? And so that's, well, I think that has to come with all, obviously it's a root cause analysis, Right. And, and that, that does we want to get technical. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I was going to ask it, does the new wave is brave uh, touch upon that? Yeah. I mean, nice segue into it. Um, yeah. He's good. Yeah, at that. I, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a good one. Um, but, but, but yeah, you know, you're, you're exactly right. It's, it's about what's the pathway right? Because we all know what's happened. How, how are we going to build something that can really help people? So hopefully when the next pandemic or pandemic or whatever people call it, there's lots of words for it, comes along, we have an infrastructure that can properly deal with it the right way. Doctors who are going to treat people the right way. And, and that's when, when we decided to, to write the book, The Next Wave is Brave. And, and it's, it's been very successful. And there's a lot of people um, ordering it and, and reading it right now. And it's getting some great reviews. And, and I Huge think reviews. It, 
big yeah yeah. yeah, it's it's. I think right now it's number one at Barnes and Noble worldwide, and we're on the number one list at a lot of on a lot of the Amazon categories. Yeah, thank you. Um, but I think it's a testament to people are passionate about how we emerge out of this. They're passionate about how we're going to fix this. And from my perspective, because I, as an entrepreneur, I, I'm not the guy that's super technical about everything, right? But what I know how to do is surround myself with the very best people that do know exactly what they're doing in, in their spoke in the wheel, right? Sure. And, and so, you know, having our chief medical board, who are some of the world leaders in, in, in their respective fields, uh, talking about their journey and, and how they're contributing in a much bigger way with TWC or the wellness company to emerge out of this. I think it's a powerful story that people people need hope and they need to see that we're not going to live in the darkness. We're not going to live in this fear anymore. It's time. It's time we emerge out of this. Yeah, I commend you on so many levels. Sorry, Mike. No, go ahead. For just being a, a young man, you know, I, I, I go to work and I work for a huge company and I consider myself, I'm 37, I think what you're 33, something like that. Yeah. And you, uh, you are respected and you're a leader. And, and I just want to commend you on that, man. Cause, uh, you know, it's hard to do that in, in today's society. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, there's, there's uh, a lot stacked up against us anyways, is what we're trying to achieve. And, you know, my whole driving force is I, I will leave the world a better place than I came in. That is, that is my goal. That's what drives me every day. That's what drives the heart of this business. We are going to make our customers, our patients' lives better. That's right. what we have to fight for every single day, tooth and nail. Right. And, and you know, it, it, it's nice that you're, you're able to st stand up for, for, you know, basically human rights. This, this is a human rights issue. <laughs> it, it, it is. is what it comes down to. And it, it, is. it, it really saddens me that, that uh, Randy and I, we have to be very careful of, of what we talk about because we could lose our livelihoods. But, and once again, yeah. the, you know, kind of segue into, to, you know, the name of your book, you know, it's, it's, it's brave. And there has to be brave people to stand up and say, look, this is the reality. We're not spreading falsehoods. We are spreading just, just facts for people. And I, and I'm going to kind of digress a second, if you don't mind, when you talk about you're bringing in the industry experts per se, you know, the, the head chief medical examiners and whatnot, and, and you guys are developing the best policies possible and protocols possible to, you know, uh, to, to, to handle the next pandemic pandemic that comes through. Isn't that based upon what information they're giving. And we go, go back to my root cause analysis theory is if we don't know exactly what we're being exposed to, I mean, how, it's a trust issue. You have to trust that the information you're getting is correct in order to, 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 to form your hypothesis per se as to what we're going to do to correct this. So when it, it goes all down to, you know, the very basic faction is, is who's playing us? Is, is this... God, uh, you know, God made uh, virus or the next one's going to be, or, or is this human made? And, and what are the effects of that? And I think yeah. that that's where my biggest problem, I, I get long winded when I talk and I apologize. Uh, Dan, you that. lost no. me all the way until the end when you're like, is this God made or is this human made? That's right. You but, but you know, no, I'm just kidding. I should have just no, said that, that was right? great. But, no, that was but great. you know, in, in, <laughs> but you know, in times of uncertainty, right, we got to look at who we can trust. 
and, and who we can trust to give us guidance. I know me personally, uh, you know, I put a lot of trust in our chief medical board because I know them and I know that, that they have stood up and they sacrificed everything to do what was right. Sure. So 10 times out of 10, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, follow that person to try and get good advice because they've shown that they will do what's right. They they're the smartest people out there that I know when it comes to this and, and their purity of heart is, is it's just inspiring um, to be around them. Can't can't be canceled. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, No, you can't. And you know, our, our goal is to spread hope, right. To, to your earlier point. Right. And this is what it comes down to though. Ultimately your organization And I I think this is kind of the end round for, for, you know, is it the the argument? Well, if it's a a man-made virus, if it's human-made, you guys, it, it's all holistic, natural healing that you guys are promoting. And, and with that being said, it doesn't mean that there aren't some medications, but for the most part, the body has an interesting way of being able to heal itself with natural, uh, you know, natural supplements per se. So you're, yep. you're basically re-educating for, for us not to be dependent. So we can't get caught in a big lie. That's right. Well, the amount of time we spend with our doctors is significant. We're actually looking at partnering with a medical school now and having our chief medical team be able to provide some oversight as well to the education, the curriculum, because that we need to start looking at the next generation of doctors coming up and we need to educate them that again, it's, it's proper care and treatment will meet at the corner of traditional and modern medicine. That's what we need to start teaching, not a big pharma owned curriculum. Change, how, how change you, the game. How do you do that though? Against the, just the unbelievable money and cash flow that they're throwing at these. Doctors? So it so, seems almost so, insurmountable. So I'll, t- I'll tell you, I'll tell you though, what I, what I told our, our chief medical team, the first time I, I uh, met with them and, um, I was, I was hoping that they were all going to come on board. I said, guys, I don't believe this is going to be solved by a government. I just, I just don't. I don't believe this is going to be solved by a non-for-profit. I believe that we're going to recreate a great healthcare system that's going to be created from a, a for-profit company that's run transparently with really good people at its helm who have proven that they will put people over profits. And that's how we're going to try and rebuild this thing. Because you have to, you do, you will have to make money to be able to create this type of change. It's just part of the, part of the game. It's about how you spend it, right? That's, that's critical. And I think the way we're looking at it is, is we want to continue to expand. We're going to spend every dollar we make to invest right back into this business to continue to expand it because we believe that there is so much more and so much further we can go with between in-person clinics. Now you have virtual and physical. I believe that the hospital system, it needs to be disrupted. And, and then you have the ability to be able to properly treat people and care for people in the, in the true sense of health and wellness. So, so ultimately we're ground floor. Your 10 year plan is to have brick and mortars and you know, potentially even independent hospitals running. Um, And I I don't want to put words in your mouth, but obviously there's a grand scheme to this. You know what? Sometimes you got to dream big. Sure. The difference is the difference is dreaming big and being able to execute on it because, you know, we have a team that's the best in the world. So 
I think, you know, we, we know where we want to go and yeah. we are going to get there, but we need to have people supporting the business in order to do that. That's it just as, as simple as it gets. It's a, it's, it's a crusade. It, it is. What, that's what it really is. And we all need to join together to be able to create this type of good and positive for people. You had mentioned, uh, you know, you don't know if it's a, if it can be solved by government, you know, I don't, you know, the more and more I think about it, I don't, I just don't think they want it to be solved. That's the problem. And so, well, it just depends. Yeah. It it just depends who the biggest lobbyist of the government is. is. (laughs) I I mean, is there motivation? I, I'm not sure. Right. Sure. So you guys are going to have this crusade and you're going to beat the competition and you're going to win because we need you and we're all going to support you. So, so, so if our listeners wanted to uh, take a gander at your website, where can they check you, uh, the website out at? Yeah. Our website is, is twc.health and it's called the wellness company and they can go on and have a look. And, and of course we have a, a good selection of products and, and of course our virtual healthcare component, uh, we have amazing media. We're rolling out all sorts of videos now. So we're really building out that that ecosystem for our customers and and we're trying to to build that relationship with them. You also offer a subscription service? Yep. So if you want to become a member, which of, of course we love, uh, it offers discounts across our entire system from virtual healthcare and our packages and our products. And you know, just just segueing for one sec to products. And I just want to tell, do we have time for one quick story? Yeah, we absolutely. have all the okay. time because I'm not done yet. I'm not letting you off the hook that easy. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. So, so one, one quick story. So, um, you know, we go through a lot of supplements. And, and so we were um, looking at, at our competitors out there. And so we were Googling around Amazon and, and we found melatonin for $15 for you know, 60 tablets or something. And we're like, oh, that's a pretty reasonable price. So let's get it. Oh, let's send it to our third party um, scientific lab. Yes. Yes. This and is the story see, I want to hear. Yeah. Let's see what's in there, right? You know, they claim, hey, you know, it's a good melatonin. It's a sleep product. Perfect. Yeah. Well, how about it's like 10% melatonin, 90% rice flour? Wow. So they didn't Where was it manufactured? Uh, in China. Okay. Now, before we get away, I don't want to lose this thought eventually in the, in your story, can you, uh, tell us about, uh, the stipulations of, uh, Canadian manufactured supplements versus U S or Chinese supplements? Uh, yeah. If I remember correctly, um, when I was like really into like, uh, sculpting and everything, I just remember how I, I, and I could be wrong. I, I remember Canadian laws, like they are very strict on, um, uh, labels and, and ingredients and being honest. And I could be wrong. They, they are. I think there's really good manufacturers in the U S that we use as well. that have really high standards and really quality raw material. It really comes down to the raw material that's going into the products. And, and a lot of companies now are buying raw materials from, you know, overseas in Asia and, and then they bring them over and then they put them in their, their you know, U.S. manufactured products. So I think we have to go to the level of even understanding where the initial raw materials come from that go into our products so that we, so that they're not full of pesticides or chemicals or things like that. Isn't that so scary as hell? It is, it is. You think you're taking a supplement. You think it's, you think you're, you're doing something healthy for your body and you have no idea what's actually in that supplement. And so on our supplements, we're actually running published third-party tests on all of them that, 
that you can get and you can look at and see so you know what's in it because you need that type of transparency. Man, that's just it. that's just part of it. So on the product end, so you, you sent the, the Amazon melatonin off third-party lab, you find out the, the inconsistencies in it and you develop your own then melatonin brand? We did, but... <laughs> But even worse, uh, my single payment turned into some sort of subscription payment that they didn't tell me. And, and then it just kept coming. So yeah, eventually we canceled that. And uh, yeah, we, we knew exactly, right? Yeah. And, and so we, we knew that we had to come up with a really high quality, high end uh, product line, uh, as well as our, our doctors have signature products that were close to their hearts and their professions and what they have experience in. So we have a signature series that's proprietary and, and we see our market a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, Heather has products and Peter McCullough and, uh, Richard Ammerling, Jana Schmidt, Jen Vanderwater, and, and, um, people can go on our website and read about them and see what's in them. And they have some unique formulations. She did not and, hit on those products at all. I'm really, uh, oh, you're going to have to have her back. Yeah, on. Disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I told her we're going to have a part two, yeah. but, but you know, that's where with our marketplace, we see a place where people can go that'll have good vetted third-party products at the same time. So that this encompasses all health and wellness. And that helps build the trust because here it is. It's laid out for everybody to see independent. It's transparency. Yep. It's transparency, right? That's the world that we need to live in. Full transparency on everything. So are these products actually being manufactured yet? Yeah. I'm just curious. Is like, is, is the ROI or, or I mean, is it affordable to actually make a 90% melatonin? You know, is it there? I mean, look, it's never going to be as, as cheap as 10% melatonin, 90% oh, sure. rice sure, flour, sure, sure. but, but, but look, I think when you look at the supplements out there today, we try and, and be cost competitive. We don't want to be too expensive. We obviously can't be the cheapest in the market, but you know, like everything you get what you pay for. Right. And, and it, hopefully through education, everybody will realize that, that it's worth it to spend an extra few dollars per bottle to be able to get something that truly is high quality, especially when you're trying to rebuild your health. That's phenomenal. I, I, I think it's such a worthy cause. Um, and it, it kind of saddens me at the same time. And I, I was debating whether I wanted to delve into this, but I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say it with, with so many people on, you know, government aid and government insurance that can't afford a service like this. I only hope that in time that something can happen where, you know, middle-class people like me, I, I, I can make this work, right? I, I could go and I can, you know, really invest in my own personal health. There are people in the, the lower echelon of the socioeconomic divide that that's who's really hurting and that's generational. And there, it is. there has to be a way that, that one day that, that we can figure this all out because it, it, we have to get off the government dependence first. But what comes first, get off the government dependence or get off the dependence of, uh, you know, get off the dependence of the, the drugs that are mandated by the government for you to take. It, it, it's just crazy to me. Uh, I mean, that's one of my biggest drivers is trying to find a way to give access to everybody quality healthcare, because that is so important. And it is a topic that comes up many times a week as we're trying to reinvent what we're doing and what the healthcare system is and trying to put the company in a place where it can have 
low cost options to give the, and provide that type of healthcare. That, that is definitely a focus that we're, we're trying to work through and we're trying to be creative on. Yeah. And, and ultimately I'm, I, I'm a capitalist at heart. So I understand you have to have gas in the tank to, to get to where you we want do. to go, obviously. And, and so with that being said, I, I urge all of our listeners to, to support this cause to, to, you know, have a conversation with, with, with a real doctor that cares about you and get, get on a, a, a naturalistic plan to get your body right. And, and then it, those that are listening that are in healthcare, figure out how to join this cause. And, and that's, that's really where we're going to see the exponential growth. Yeah. And as we, when we band together as, you know, a, a group of humans looking out for humans, not humans looking to just for power and, and for wealth. Yeah, the, 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 this is not about making money. This is about trying to help people. Sure. And this is about trying to help as many people as we can and trying to create that real change. And that's only going to happen from people that want to participate uh, with us in this company, in this journey. Well, well you, you have Randy and I wanting to participate. Oh, with yeah, you, for sure. <laughs> with your company <laughs> on, on this journey. I mean, uh, you, it's sad. Us on this. You know, I mean, it took me to realize, you know, how, and I, I cuss on here, I'm sorry, but fucked up our healthcare system. <laughs> I was told I wasn't allowed to. So, you oh, know, no. my you PR do. team, they're like, yeah, don't even well, get going yeah. or else yeah. they're going to have a problem. They're going to no. get mad at me later. What are you, do what you do, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so I, TWC.health. Go yes, ahead. What were you no, going to say? Go ahead. Uh, the next wave is brave is the book that's out, uh, New York Times bestseller. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off the TWC for a second because I was just blown away when when um, I you know I was doing my research. I know I know you're hesitant, but I gotta know. I gotta know. So we have forestry, aviation. Now you're in the health sector. I want to know about Colson Entertainment. I know. I heard it when you were talking to Heather. Come on, so, man. It was, it was props, right? So we were doing uh, large-scale aviation props. So, you know, like the ones filming. Yeah, like in All Superman and, and the yeah. interview with, with Seth Rogen, like those types of things, yeah. So it was, it was fun to so go were on you set there? sometimes. It was fun to go on set sometimes and, and just watch – uh watch them do their do their thing yeah sometimes it was pretty That's fun pretty cool man it's pretty cool so, so yeah who, not not as fun like, as what i'm doing now but you know no yeah, i know but was whose idea fun. was it to to reach out and and to offer services for you know for, I, I you know they're always looking for unique assets and, and unique types of things that they can bring into their movies and so they would uh art directors would reach out all the time and just kind of segue into that. I know you don't like you, you. I see you feel uncomfortable, but listen, I'm telling you, man, you're yeah, a young bro. man, and yeah. you would you will inspire many, many people. I'm telling you, yeah, and, I and really, so, I really appreciate it. <laughs> the wellness company is your baby. The wellness, is, the wellness company is my baby now. It, and is there anything else that you've done or accomplished or? You know, maybe if you guys have me on again, we can get into all okay. the other crazy stories. Cause you all right, know, then. let's do it again. I'm sure then. there's, I'm sure there's some that'll turn heads. All right, let's do it again. Let's do <laughs> yeah. it again, please. And we, we'll, we'll get it cleared with the, uh, your, uh, your, your PR people first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you had PR people until I met Gabri- Gabriella through email, and I was like, oh man, oh. Oh yeah, we got a, we, 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 we got a couple as, as we ramp up, and so. Uh, 
there's a few other interesting things on the go, but you know, that'll be, uh, I, I really appreciate the, the time, uh, this evening guys. And I appreciate and it. You're, really, you're an important man, you know, well, yeah, I, I, appreciate I appreciate you appreciate supporting you. this. I mean, you got you guys and, and your audience, it, it means a lot to be able to talk about, uh, what we're doing and try and educate your audience. And, and again, I, I just, I really appreciate it. So thank you. Well, yeah. <laughs>